One of San Antonio's newest nonprofit CEOs says her own experiences fueled a personal passion for service she hopes to put front and center as she leads. So it's really a full circle moment for me to have been a client of the San Antonio Lighthouse to now have the opportunity to lead the organization. Cynthia Watson is the new CEO for San Antonio Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired. She's the fifth in its 88-year history and has decades of experience providing direct services and in leadership, most recently coming from the Seattle Lighthouse. She's also legally blind, so she has first-hand experience mastering tech and tools to succeed without sight. That's also the mission behind the production arm of San Antonio Lighthouse, now one of the largest manufacturing employers in San Antonio, with 500 workers, 250 of them blind or visually impaired. A lot of people think that this is a nursing home for the blind, but this is where we work at, this is where we make a living. They make cutting edge military textiles, sold on many bases, including in the Alamo City. In this episode of Commerce Street, an Eyewitness News original podcast, we spoke with Watson about her personal and professional journey, as well as a machine operator in their manufacturing firm, who says his experience there has been life-changing. We also learned about the Lighthouse's other services and how a workplace can put people first while still serving a bottom line. So the San Antonio Lighthouse for the Blind is focused on empowering people who are blind and vision impaired. And what that really, that how we carry out that mission is in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. both creating employment for people who are blind through our manufacturing operations and our service businesses, as well as providing community-based services to all ages of people adjusting to vision loss from babies who are newly diagnosed with vision loss and supporting their parents, um, to all the way to seniors who are experiencing vision loss and trying to maintain their independence in their home and aging in, home, in place. For perspective, Watson says the organization employs hundreds but helps thousands through its services. The San Antonio Lighthouse employs just under 500 employees wow. and over half of which are blind or vision impaired. So um, in terms of employment numbers, we have you know, 250 or so. And then on the services side, we provide services to nearly 10,000 Texans who wow. are experiencing vision loss each year and about 23, almost 25,000 services. You know, we have jobs for people who are blind in every aspect of uh, manufacturing operation that you can think of. So we have a large uh, textile and apparel uh, manufacturing operation where we make military apparel for all the branches of the military. So we have sewing um, jobs. We also have all of the jobs um, that are related to overhead of running a manufacturing operation. So we have warehouse jobs, mm -hmm. we have finance and accounting jobs, we have um, uh, human resources jobs, all of the areas, aspects of running a business that you can think of. We have people who are blind and vision impaired in all of, all of those areas of the business, including the CEO, me. I'm uh, actually legal, legally blind myself. You've worked at other lighthouses, but you're fairly new to San Antonio Lighthouse. Tell me how that came about and how long you've been here. 
Yeah, that's a great question. So this is week three for me at the okay. Lighthouse. So we got you from your beginning. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I've my my career, 20 plus years career, has been dedicated to serving people who are blind. And that's because the mission is personal to me. I was diagnosed um, with a vision impairment, a hereditary eye condition at the age of nine. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's a progressive condition. So over the years, I um, had to adjust to vision loss. And so um, because I really received so many great services and mentoring um, over the years, I really had a passion for giving back and doing the same. And so um, from I started out my career by uh, working with uh, Texans who are newly adjusting to vision loss uh, in the Houston area okay. by going into people's homes and providing direct services and helping them to um, figure out tools and techniques to be independent and mm -hmm. to go back to work. Um, and then fast forward <laughs> 20 plus years, um, I've been working in the nonprofit sector in lighthouse type organizations and national organizations like the American Foundation for the Blind. So um, San Antonio Lighthouse is really near and dear to me. Um, when I was in undergraduate school and losing uh, more vision and needed to figure out what technology I could implement to be more productive and successful in college, I came to the San Antonio Lighthouse from Houston to actually look at the technology that was available for someone with extremely limited vision because magnification was no longer an effective uh, way for me to access print. Mm -hmm. And so um, I came here to learn about speech technology and I was able to take that knowledge and those tools and uh, be successful in undergrad and graduate school. So it's really a full circle moment for me <laughs> to have been a client of the San Antonio Lighthouse to now have the opportunity to lead the organization um, is really an honor and is amazing. It sounds like you've had a very broad experience within the, these types of nonprofits and within this industry. Where, how does San Antonio Lighthouse stand out um, nationwide? I mean, is this a pretty large organization? Is it kind of rare in the capacity of services and th tools that it provides? Yes, I would say that I, I, I'm a little biased, but I would <laughs> definitely say that we are, one, we are one of the national leaders in several areas. So we're one of the largest employers. Um, there are some large uh, organizations like ours that employ hundreds of employees as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we are in the top five or so uh, employers of people who are blind in the nation. Um, and the diversity of employment opportunities because of the different segments of business that we, um, office products manufacturing, military apparel manufacturing, mm -hmm. and then base stores where we provide retail services. So there's a lot of diversity of employment opportunities. So I think that makes us stand out nationally. And then our comprehensive array of services for all ages really does make us stand out nationally. We are one of the national leaders in terms of numbers of clients served every year and number, number of services provided each year. In, in this area. You were talking about uh, manufacturing military textile, textiles, apparel. For people that aren't familiar, what kind of things are they making? Is this like uniforms or? So we uh, actually make chin straps that go on and onto the helmet systems for the military. So that's a sewn product. We also make uh, army combat shirts that have lots of complex pockets and patches and things sewn on it. 
Um, we make um, trousers for uh, the, it's called the, it, it, it's an outer layer of trousers okay. as well. So a, a wide array for all the branches of military and they're highly complex uh, uniform pieces. You know, people might wonder, hey, if you do have some degree of vision loss or if you are blind, how, you know, what accommodations are made to work those machines? How, kind of, how does that process work? When you say the word blind, that really can, that people think lights out, like no light perception, that you can't see anything. And the, the reality is there's a really broad spectrum and range from someone who has some limited vision, but they can use some of their vision functionally, all the way to someone who does not have any light perception and is totally blind. Mm -hmm. And we um, meet the needs and provide accommodations for that whole range of diverse uh, vision loss and depending on what their needs are in terms of lighting, mm -hmm. color contrast, uh, tactile uh, markers to help them, enable them to do their work, we provide all of those array of accommodations. And then for our employees that are staff or more back of the office, back office type work, we have uh, technology in order for someone with limited vision or no vision to access the computer in order to fulfill those job tasks as well. So we really are the experts around, no matter what the job is, how do you accommodate for vision loss or no vision on the job? And uh, we implement those techniques to make our workforce successful on the job. While walking around the plant, we met Raymond Flores, a machine operator who's worked here more than a decade. He credits a patient trainer for helping him learn the ropes. I am a machine operator for the Center Lighthouse for the Blind. I operate a Gerber spreader that spreads the material for the pants that we are doing right now. I've been here for, uh, for 12 years already and uh, what I've experienced is uh, family, unity. Uh, I met my wife here um, and I proposed here uh, in, in front of all my coworkers and friends. And what I've learned is the ability to be independent and work in a job where I know that they're not going to criticize me because of my vision and um, overall unity is what it is. Not being able to work at other positions in other jobs for uh, not being able to read a computer, uh, the computer screen, the monitor, uh, even in the machine that I'm working on right now, the font is real small, but I have learned to um, memorize with the buttons that I have to press in order for me to operate the machine. And that has a lot to do with the trainer. The trainer that trained me, she was very patient and very efficient. I have been asked, what do we do here? A lot of people think that this is a nursing home for the blind, but this is where we work at. This is where we make a living. We work 40 hours, 40 hours a week, eight hours a day. And for us, it's like a, just an employment. But most of all, it's more like family, more like having fun. We do our work, don't, don't take me wrong. Yeah. We do serious work and we take our job serious. But most of all, during our breaks and lunches, it's all unity and commemorating com, um, yeah, with, with our friends and family. Watson says it's not just the work or services that set San Antonio Lighthouse apart. It's also the community created. One of the other things, in addition to providing services and in addition to um, all this manufacturing, um, one of the things that you do is really create a sense of community and 
talk to me a little bit about that and how the community rises itself out of Lighthouse. Yes, I think that's one of the things that really makes us very unique, both in our workforce as well as our community of programs. Um, for someone who's adjusting to vision loss, uh, whether that's newly adjusting or somewhere on their journey to adjustment to vision loss, um, it's very isolating. You know, if you think about uh, not being able to uh, be independent in your travel, those sorts of things, it can be a, an extremely isolating disability. So having the opportunity to have a sense of community, we really do consider our workforce a family. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of things together. We have a, a lot of fun together. We do, we celebrate holidays together. We just, and everyone learns from one another. So there's a real collaboration. There's a lot of, it's inclusive. Um, and uh, oftentimes people who, with experiencing vision loss don't feel included mm -hmm. and so this is a place a safe place where they know that everything is going to be considered with vision loss in mind and they don't need to worry about whether or not it's going to be inclusive so and we learn from each other mm -hmm. I learned from employees every day even though vision loss is old hat to me mm -hmm. I still learn from other people experiencing vision loss how they do certain things, and we're just learning from each other, mm -hmm. so it's that sense of community that really is a draw, I believe, for our workforce and for our clients. And we, we just kind of touched on it a moment ago, mm -hmm. but for somebody who is just starting to experience vision loss, and for everyone it's different, maybe it is a little scary and you aren't sure, am I gonna be able to achieve all the dreams that I want to achieve? Um, what kind of has motivated you or inspired you along your journey um, that you've been able to pass on to other people? Yeah, I mean, honestly, to just dream the unimaginable, and really, um, the limitation is 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 ourselves. Like mm -hmm. we have to be willing to get out of our own way, and not allow uh, ourselves to um, allow vision loss to be the barrier. Because really, if you can just think outside the box, you can. I, I would have never dreamed that I was going to be a CEO, mm -hmm. but meeting other uh, CEOs, both sighted and blind, who provided mentoring for me and helped me to stretch, the stretch my imagination about what I could accomplish and achieve, and honestly get out of my own way, and <laughs> allow myself us, to I be think. confident. <laughs> right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's the biggest thing is you know. Um, uh, no, you know, not allowing the barriers to stop you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Commerce Street, a podcast from Ken's Five. For more episodes like this one, head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or visit kensfive.com slash commerce street. I'm Erica Zucco with producer Kristen Dean. Thanks for listening.